2: even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.
0: This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else.
2: Into the 3 o'clock hour, we roll. The Soto tray Tracker continues as Scraby knocks down my uh, camera. It's having a little...
3: Why don't you wipe out the Christmas tree while you're at it, Scraby? That would make Tony happy.
2: <laughs> Tony's a not grinch a grinch on the Christmas not a tree grinch. because it gets in the way well, of all of his wires. This is not convenient. Not convenient. It's could it could be in a better spot. Like gotcha. if we put it behind Scraby. I could see it, I can enjoy the Christmas feel, and it's not in my way. So it would be uh it would be perfect. Uh we continue to wait on the uh Soto Trade Tracker uh Right now, try and this is a tough part about winter meetings, and and, and uh, some of the uh, voices that cover it, they're hard to track down during this time because they are often trying to get the scoop. And considering that there seems to be at least one on the hook right now, um, we're having a hard time pinning Alden down. We'll hopefully have him here in this segment. Um, we've we've already talked at length about the Soto deal, latest is that uh, Cashman and, and and Boone have left Nashville, headed to the airport. No deal done as of yet.
3: Yeah, and maybe they uh, <gasps> stormed out and ran over Bob Nightingale on their way, storming out of the room. <laughs> Bob Poor Bob Nightingale. Yeah, he's reporting that they've left. I. Look, we're just going to have to all wait and see. But it is kind of difficult uh, doing live radio to keep reacting to all of these little various rumors and innuendos that keep happening, it seems, every couple of minutes. So uh, just stay tuned. And, uh, you know, when he, when and if he's traded, you will know uh, when we know for sure. Um, and that's kind of where it's at. There's really no other baseball news to report from the winter meetings. Uh, everything seems to be focused on this. I I don't know why would they leave right now. I mean, it just seems so silly. I mean, uh, John Morosi continues to report for MLB Network that this is really, really close to happening. So maybe Alden Gonzalez can shed a little light on it, Tony.
2: All right. Well, we got Alden Gonzalez here, ESPN, joining us here on Gwen and Chris. And Alden, uh, this uh, deal that seemingly was imminent now seems to be uh, not necessarily imminent. Um, this one is uh, it doesn't seem this, this deal is easy to put together as it seemingly was last night.
4: Yeah, and, and anytime you're exchanging this many players and you're going through the medicals and it's high-profile guys like this, it takes time. Uh, these things are fluid. I don't think uh, the fact that it hasn't been completed is a sign that it's not going to happen. Or that it's not, or even that it's not going to happen, as has been reported so far. Uh, the expectation for a while is that this is going to get done. This is the type of thing that we've been waiting on since late yesterday afternoon. Uh, so I still think it'll get done, but it, we're obviously not there yet. And so, you know, until it, it's not done, until it's done, as they say.
3: It's never over till it's over. Somebody famous once said that. Uh, Alden Gonzalez is. Yeah, that's with us. probably the correct one. <laughs> yes, yes. Sorry, Alden's... my brain is fried. Yeah, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. Alden, if the if the trade is what it what it's said to be, should we be concerned that the Padres are not getting enough back in return for Juan Soto?
4: Honestly, no. That that's not my impression, and I mean others are free to think differently. But when you think about just what they need, um, what they need more than anything else is starting pitching. And I think this deal gives them, as, based on what the reports are so far, it's giving them as many as four potential options in their rotation. Um, Michael King was really good down the stretch in September in the Yankees rotation um, over like an eight-start stretch. He would jump in as probably their number three right now. Um, Drew Thorpe had a really good year in high A and double A last year. You got two more arms who are 25 years old who debuted in the majors last year. I mean, I'm not, none of these guys are front of the rotation starters, but they're really good depth pieces who are cheaper. Um, you got a guy, in uh, Higashioka, who could give you another option behind the plate alongside Luis Campesano. We know they've been looking for something like that. And more importantly, they're freeing up payroll. If the trade goes through as has been reported, which is that Juan Soto and Trent Grisham go to New York, which is not finalized yet, um, they're shedding salary there too, which opens up the possibility of adding another outfielder. Maybe it's somebody like a jung Hu Lee, who we know they've been interested in. He would fit perfectly in San Diego. Maybe it's somebody else. But they need controllable starting pitching uh, guys who are cheaper, but that they could depend on as soon as 2024. I think this trade satisfies that. It is much better to have Juan Soto on your team, no doubt about it. But in terms of what they need right now, this is this is what they need to do. I,
2: I continue to come back to that latter part that you mentioned to, which is the cutting of the salary, because you know, despite you know King looking unbelievable, his la- that second half of last season, some of the young arms and Brito. Uh, and Vasquez coming up and having some success at, at you know tw- age of twenty five, none of that seemingly equates to to Juan Soto. So it brings you back to that cutting the salary part. And the question I have is: as at any point was Dominguez's name ever really mentioned, or was that a non starter for the Yankees?
4: I never heard his name uh, mentioned. Uh, I don't know if it was a non starter, but I mean you look at. You think about just sort of how much, how much promise and what they project for a guy like that, and their need for a center fielder long term to give up a Dominguez for a rental, even as a rental as good as Juan Soto. Right, I would have thought that that was never on the table.
3: Alden, uh, how about Juan Soto and his prospects in New York? Uh, Do we think that he's ready for the the bright lights of the Big Apple? I mean, when he got to San Diego, it took him a while to settle in here. Uh, And I know there was some talk about that. Uh, Is this a good landing spot for a guy like him? And, you know, what does he need to do there to make sure that he stays in the $500 million club when he's a free agent? (laughs)
4: I think this is a perfect thing for Juan Soto. I think his personality is the type that would embrace the pressure of New York, the expectation of New York. He strikes me as a guy who likes being the guy. Um, He's basically established himself as that ever since he was a rookie. Uh, I don't think he feels the burden of pressure in that way. I think being traded for the first time, being traded away from the organization that groomed you, it was kind of jarring for him. I think being traded away from the Padres, a team that you were never really sure you were going to be with long term anyway, um, and having some clarity going into your last season before free agency, I don't think it's going to be nearly as difficult for him. And I think the more uh, the, the more tangible side of this, he's going to a ballpark that's very good for <laughs> left-handed hitters, as opposed to having a hit having a hit at Petco Park. And, look, everybody talks about the short porch in right field, at Yankee Stadium. Juan Soto's more of a gap-to-gap hitter. He's not a guy who's just going to get super pool-happy and just try to lock balls over that fence. But it sure does help. And what also helps is that he's going to have Aaron Judge. If this train goes through, he's going to have Aaron Judge hitting behind him. I mean, and, look, he was on great lineups at the Padres, too. So maybe that evens out. But I think Juan Soto's the type of guy who can thrive in New York, and I think the Yankees are the type of organization who can afford to sign him as a free agent and who um, might be appealing enough to him that they might be looking at this as, he's going to help us in 2024. We need to make a splash. Our fans are upset, but also he plays with a year, and we might have a major leg up on his free agency.
2: I I tell you what, this is... Really a testament to how good Juan Soto is. Alan Gonzalez joins us here at ESPN. He is a one-year rental, and they have no guarantee that he's re-signing back, and yet they are willing to give up. That's why my question is for you, Alan. How much of a of a sting is this for the Yankees to give up this set of guys? Uh, how much do they covet these, these pitchers that they're giving up in this deal?
4: It's huge. Uh, it's huge because their rotation was shorthanded already. Uh, and the rotation for 2024 has the chance to be their offense from 2023, mm-hmm. meaning it was Aaron Judge and nobody else in 2023, and right now it's Garrett Cole and nobody else in 2024. A lot of uncertainty beyond him. But this is exactly the type of thing that you do if you're the Yankees. The free agent market doesn't have great hitting. So what you do is you flip it on its head and you trade for the hitting and then you sign the pitching. Right, like You strip away from what your strength was to access what's not available in the free agent market, and then you could turn around and use your money to sign pitching. So if this trade goes through, they're set on the position player side. They need to fill out a starting rotation. Guess what? There is a deep list of free agents waiting for you to sign, and I think the top of the list is obviously going to be Yoshinobu, Yamamoto. I think that's where they would pivot next. Uh, they have the capability to – Blow everybody away, or at least everybody except the Dodgers and Mets um, for Yamamoto. They're going to be aggressive after him, and they're going to need more starting pitching after that. But they have the money to do it. This is what the Yankees should be doing. And, look, this trade is no good if they don't turn around and get a bunch of starting pitching. But I expect if they're able to get this done, they're going to turn around and get that starting pitching.
2: Let let me follow up on this. Maybe you can help me understand. How is it that Yamamoto is, like, the top, pitcher on the board versus Blake Snell who's been in the league and is coming off his second Cy Young? I think the age
4: is a big factor. Okay,
2: I mean you look at just
4: sort of the attrition rates for pitchers especially for starting pitchers. Pitchers in their 30s. I mean Garrett Cole has been an exception so far but giving big money to pitchers in their 30s doesn't really work out so well all the time. Yamamoto being 25 years old And, yes, he did it in Japan, which is a slightly inferior league from the major leagues. But everybody I talk to says that this guy has the stuff, that he's going to be really, really good in the majors. I mean, look, we were talking to uh, Scott Boris earlier today. Scott Boris compared Blake Snell to Randy Johnson, okay? So I don't know if that comp holds up. Blake Snell is really, really good. He's going to get a lot of money. He's not going to get as much money as Yamamoto because Yamamoto's 25 years old. Mm.
3: Last thing, Alden, and thanks so much for the time. I mean, I can't imagine how busy you are there, and uh, we really appreciate you uh, carving out a little, uh, a few minutes for us here in San Diego. Uh, anything? I mean, the, the the baseball winter meetings end tonight. I mean, uh, d- does it end with Shohei still up in the air?
4: Oh yeah, it does. Uh, but it sounds like we are nearing a decision there. I expect it to get done before the end of next week. Um, that's the expectation from a lot of people that I've spoken to. Uh, and I think once he signs, once Yamamoto signs, and, you know, Yamamoto might, might not be far away from that, you're going to start to see names come off the board. But, you know, it's been slow this offseason, I think, in large part, because Shohei Otani and Yoshinobu Yamamoto are holding up the market. And I thought for a time that the Padres might wait um, with Juan Soto because of that. But clearly, they got to a place where the Yankees were at least willing to part with the type of of package that would get that done.
2: Alden, I know you are busy, man, and I know it wasn't easy to carve out some time, but we certainly appreciate it, man. We'll we'll catch up again and uh, do it again later.
4: Not a problem, guys. Thanks so much, Alden.
2: Alden Gonzalez, ESPN. Um, Seeming like uh, this is, at least right now, just kind of at a standstill in terms of Padres, Yankees, this deal getting gun. So uh, we'll have to uh, wait and see and see where this thing ends up. All right, let's uh, jump away. Let's get to break. Uh, are we going to push? What are we going to do now? Because that was uh, an impromptu interview. Yes, right it there. was.
1: Let's uh, let's hold on to the Daily Gambit if we can. We're
2: gonna and going to hold on to it.
1: Yes. And uh, we got some phone calls we should take.
2: Scrabby wants to jump into the phone line. Yes. So we'll hop into that next. More Gwen and Chris on the way.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.
5: A huge thanks to uh, Alden
3: Gonzalez of ESPN. Uh, joining our program right in the middle of uh, the Juan Soto sweepstakes there in Nashville. From the baseball winter meetings, uh, you uh, have the latest. Uh, he seemed to really like this trade, Tony. Kind of trying to set my concerns at ease. Talking about, you know, Padres getting a, a really a boatload of, of pitching. Yeah. I, so he made me feel a little better.
2: I yes, hope sir, he's right. I hope he's right, too. I think... Um... You know that is the kind of tough part about these deals. There's yeah. a, there's a wait and see element to it. That, <laughs> there is that huh? you that you just don't know, and it, it it does keep leading you back to the report earlier that the Padres needed to to cut payroll and, and get it to a certain number. Now whether the two hundred number is accurate, or not, I don't think anybody knows that, but it does seem by making these type of moves and. Uh, understanding what was what has been lost already to free agency, um, that this move makes some sense. And, and it, it goes to what we talked about earlier of having to make sure you have, even if it's not now that a, a guy like Thorpe or, or Vasquez is going to come up right away, you know you have some guys who are capable of coming up and actually helping the team at some point even if it's not from the jump. And that's a a thing that I don't know that the Padres have had. If you can if you think back to the last 3 years, have they been able to go down to the minor leagues and bring somebody up that truly can have an impact? I would say the answer is no.
3: Yeah, with all with all due respect to uh all the guys that have come up and made a spot start, Really, none of them have grabbed a spot in the right. rotation right. for the Padres. And you know, think, they've all fill in, just kind of filled in, and they've been exactly that, a fill-in. Right,
2: and so I think this deal can answer that question. But that would also then mean that there are some more moves to come in terms of filling out that rotation right now.
3: Yeah, no, there's no question. I mean, uh, they're going to have to make some other moves because they're going to need outfielders. I mean, they're losing Grisham and Soto starting center fielder and left fielder. So those uh, those spots are going to have to be dealt with. Yeah, And uh, I'm sure A.J. Preller has something in mind. But, again, the Juan Soto trade is not yet official. What is official is that Magic, our man from San Diego, is on the phones, joins the Gwynn and Chris program here on 97.3 The Fan. Hi, Magic. Hey, fellas, how you doing? Hey, if I don't get a chance.
6: I don't get a chance to talk to you guys before Christmas. I wish you guys a good holiday season. Okay, thank right back you, at sir. You. Uh, I I do have a question. Um, that game you guys play with you, Chris, the the sports trivia question. Is there a different phone number to call in on that one?
3: Uh, Chris versus the fans. Yeah, yeah, no, same phone number. Okay, because I've been
6: trying for three months and you guys been been blocking me, so I'm kind of upset Wow! You no, know,
3: don't say you guys. It's, it's, it's great. It's just it's one all guy. Crazy. I'm pointing hey, at him right <laughs> now.
1: Magic, are <if> you <laughs> if you're blocking Magic? If I, I can't saw, believe that. <laughs> if I saw Magic's name on the list, I would put him on hold. You for You know sure. what,
2: Magic, moving forward, I'm gonna get out of my seat and I'm gonna look to see if I see your name. <laughs> if I see it, you're getting on, man, because I don't know what's I, been going I, on on the good. board behind me. Yeah. I would I would tell you this two days ago, uh, Chris, you, you won
6: and I had every answer that you had. And mm. I was so mad at played with you guys. <laughs> Me. Said, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Get mad at the
3: right person, Magic. You know what's going on. He knows what's right okay. about this show.
6: <laughs> we appreciate okay, you. Okay guys, Benjamin. on on a serious side though, um I you guys know how I feel about Padres this past year and I quit watching them right after the officer break because I just didn't feel like they were going to turn around and my poor girlfriend tried to get me to become a Padre fan and I thought okay I'm going to give them next year to see if this will be the year I will completely become a Padre fan. Now with these this thing with uh, Juan Soto you guys you must convince me they're going to drop Juan Soto because they had to. They had no pitching but the guys they're getting in and what happened they have no TV contract, they raise prices on tickets. You guys are going to convince me this is going to make Padre fans happy and this is to me it sounds like they're looking into the next 2 to 3 years, not next year because there's no way they could contend next year with the package that they're getting. And what the as I said they they don't have a TV package. It, I don't get it. It, it. You're trying to get new fans that come in, what, what's going on? I you guys got to convince me something, something's a foot somewhere.
2: Listen, first of all, Magic, I'm not trying to convince you that the package is going to uh, immediately pay dividends and make you happy. Uh, but it has potential, is what I will tell you. And, um, you know, I, I, this is going to be something that, you know, I I, I think will be – there will be more than a few fans that feel the same way. Yeah, but a lot of
3: tickets have already been sold. Number one, number two, they get out of the gate and win 20 of their first 30 games. That's going to take care of any concern. I don't, Magic, I appreciate it. I don't know how many, you asked her this, Tony, how many people go to the game to see Juan Soto play? As opposed to how many people go to the game to see a winning team? Is it close or do you think Uh, a lot of people just want to see Soto? Like, are are that many people going to be
2: disappointed he's gone? If they don't don't win games? I don't know if you can look at it from that prism right there like okay. are you coming to see winning team or are you coming to see pl- a player i would say that there are a large portion of people that pay good money to come see fernando Tatis jr yeah manny machado xander bogart because you know that's what they're paying for is to see right the, the kind of the, the stars of the team now they ultimately want to see those stars of the team win and if the question was would you rather have the stars or you'd rather win? I think all everybody who would, would say they'd rather have the winning. But a lot of times they kinda of come hand in hand. You got the stars, you get the winning. Now that did not come to fruition last year. Um I don't know that people view it like that. They they want to support their their hometown team. They're happy, especially here in San Diego, to have a squad like they had to be able to come support, but they're also disappointed. That it didn't turn out the way they, everybody thought it was going to yeah. turn out.
3: I mean, don't forget that having all of these superstars did not work last yeah, year. That's, that's true. And you can have addition by subtraction. I, you know, I losing Soto is a bitter pill to swallow, but I still think that there are enough star players and enough star power on this roster to draw people into Petco Park. I agree. And to come watch this team, uh, especially if they're having
2: a great season. And hopefully winning, this trade's going to help them do that. Winning will change how things look right now. For, for sure. sure. So, you know, and you know that that won't be answered till end of March. Padres start a little earlier actually. It'll actually be answered somewhere at the end like I guess it is end of March. I so think it's to, March
3: 20th and 21st, right? Are the first yeah. two games in Korea. Yeah, so yeah.
1: I don't know how this is going to sound on the air. But Uh-oh. no, this, is, is, this, this you? is this is how excited I was the day that the Padres traded for Juan Soto and I posted a Twitter video on Dumbo at Disneyland and I was so excited. <laughs> ah! 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 See, I was excited about Juan Soto. Wait, I that's what, you that, that was the video? Yes, that was the video. <laughs> you posted a video of you doing oh! that? And because it, it says, that's where I found out that Juan Soto was being traded to the Padres. I got a text that's from Adam. That's the most
2: excited you got? I, heard. I
1: can't. Well, I yelled oh! I yelled at first, and then oh! I was like, I'm on Dumbo as an adult male. I yeah, should why probably were you on Dumbo? I was your... with my niece. Oh, okay. I was I about to say, niece. you
2: weren't by yourself. But
1: where, where, where I'm good. going with that is that... I had, and a lot of people had visions of grandeur with Juan Soto. He was going to be here for the long haul. Juan Soto was going to rescue everything, and it's sad to me that it's just going to be a footnote of his career.
3: Because yes, it is. It didn't. Ha- it didn't work. It was. I mean, year it and almost worked. It almost
1: worked the first
2: year. It didn't work last year, and when we say it didn't work. It didn't work team wise. Didn't work right. for the wins. Correct. Okay. Because he's going to find it, put it past me, that he didn't have a, a good season when it was all said and done.
3: I'm not going to get it past you, but I would argue it, yes, that he did not have a great season. That is. I didn't say I was going to get it past ridiculous. you. His August and
2: September were off the charts. His back of his baseball card will get say Tony. he had a pretty f- ridiculous year. Get yes,
3: him, Tony. Yes, it will. Uh, the numbers <laughs> do not back up his contribution to this squad. How, though? The guy, won, the guy got
1: on base more than any person on the team last
3: year. He had like twenty RBIs going into August
1: <laughs> because no one was on base. He had, he had twenty RBIs going
2: into yeah, <laughs> so that means he
1: had like ninety from that point on. Yeah, that's 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 a, that's a, that's he a did. crazy pace that he was on. But I, I I have to think that he was a huge part of that team. And when he when the team needed someone, he stepped up and he provided moments that they needed. Yeah, Andrew, give me one. I knew that was
2: coming. Yeah, I well, coming. I, I had to get. I had
3: to throw it out there. I knew that. Give me, was coming. give me a memorable Juan Soto moment from last year. The um, other than his base running exploits and bobbling balls in left field, give me one.
1: I am thinking he yeah. he Good hit luck. two big home runs. Where was that, Tony? He hit two big listen, home runs listen, down he, the stretch.
2: He did hit one that tied a ball game, but when you know ultimately your team wins eighty two games, you are gonna fi- it's gonna be tough to find moments. You know, that anyone had. It's going to be hard to name anybody who had good moments in an 82 win season. So, but I I
1: hope that Yankees fans appreciate the walks that Juan Soto gets because (laughs) we did not appreciate it here. No, we did not. <laughs> How many times did somebody call us and say, God, I'm tired of him walking.
3: When is he going to start swinging the bat and driving in some runs? We heard yeah. it a lot.
1: <laughs> and then he and started I wasn't the bat. only one who
3: was saying it. And then
1: he started swinging the bat. It was like, why isn't he taking more pitches? <laughs>
2: <laughs> damned if you do, damned if you don't.
3: That's it. For sure. All right. More calls on the way. More Gwen and Chris on the way. More discussion about... This uh, on the doorstep Juan Soto trade to the Yankees as we continue till 6 o'clock. Hold
1: on. Sammy Levitt is going to be on the other side. I just wanted to let everybody know.
3: Oh, well, we'll get another update from Nashville then when we return.
2: We'll slide back out to Nashville here shortly. Sam Levitt, our insider, will join us shortly. See what he has. Maybe. um... He's got some info on his deal. you know. Maybe the uh, limousine-carrying Brian Cashman
3: and came uh, back? Aaron Boone to the airport ran over Sammy's foot
1: <laughs> oh, no. in the parking lot. Now he's really not going to be able to get it'll, any food.
2: He'll certainly be able to report that if that is the case, yes, that he did no, run not, over his foot. Um, I, I, I will say this. five, Six players are involved in the uh, reported deal. That means... Medicals are going to have to be looking now on the Yankees side. They only got one, or they got two to look at. So, xx sorry, seven, seven players,
3: yeah, five they for got, the
2: Yankees, two for th- they, got, they got from the Padres, yeah, they got two to look at. Padres have five, and uh, these guys, with the exception of one, you know, have you know been up and down in the minor league. So, maybe that's what's holding things up. We'll find out. Before we get to Sam, though, let's check a little traffic.
7: You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp and refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two
2: more rips, two
7: more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medellin, the Markable Fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crowley Port, Chicago, Illinois.
2: A lot can happen between falling in love with a house and owning it. Having an advocate who can help you navigate negotiations, timelines, inspections, and more can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a realtor can do for you, because that's. Who we are realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors with Gwen and Chris San Diego's number one sports station 97.3 the fan. All right, we we slide back out to Nashville. Sam Levitt joins us here on Gwen and Chris. Sam, first and foremost, let's get to the the, the real business. Did you hit a? Did you hit the honky talk joint the second night in a row?
7: Did not. I stayed at the resort last night, grabbed some dinner, okay. hung out with some people. So I, I did not do honky night. Uh, sorry, honky tonk night too. Although, although I am going to be staying in Nashville until Saturday.
2: Oh, so okay, be, all
7: right, uh, all right. Yeah, I will. I will be enjoying myself, and I'm sure once the winter meetings are over, I'll have some more time and opportunity to to hit up another honky tonk for sure.
2: Good for you. All Better right. alert the authorities. <laughs> let's let's get down to brass tacks here. Padres, Yankees. Seem to be on the cusp of a deal not done yet. It's been reported that Cashman and Boone have both exited Nashville, headed back to to New York, I assume. And no deal done at this point, but it does seem like we're somewhat close here, Sam.
7: Yeah, yeah, obviously it seems like this is very close. I mean, it it is around here, I think, for, for all of us. Uh, both national writers and media-wise and, and both just locally for New York and San Diego media, uh, just totally uh, uh, uh wait-and-find-out mode right now. And we're all sort of hanging out here and, and waiting to see if there's final confirmation or announcement on this deal and then go from there and, and see if A.J. Preller uh, will speak with the media at some point today. Uh, obviously, there's a lot going on when it comes to this trade and, and everything that is potentially uh, being finalized. So, uh, that's what it's like right now. It's wait and see mode. And, you know, obviously there's no guarantee that, that we get, you know, a finalized deal by the end of today. Um, and then, you know, I'm sure you, you read the report from, from Bob Nightingale that Cashman and Boone have left the building. So I, I don't know what that totally means. I don't know if that's all that significant or not, but it is, it is totally, uh, you know, a hurry up and wait mode here, uh, here in Nashville right now.
3: Well, never mind the uh, John Morosi's, Alden Gonzalez's, Bob Nightingale's, uh, Buster Olney's of the world. I expect Sam Levitt to be the guy who uh, gets the deal finalized <laughs> and gets the word to us before anyone else. Sam, uh, what do you think on the surface of this trade, if it is indeed the actual trade that goes through? Padres part with Soto, part with Grisham, and pick up uh, four young pitchers plus catcher Kyle Higashioka. Do you? What do you think of it, just off the top?
7: Well, first, I think you have to acknowledge the the fact that that losing Juan Soto is painful. And and I understand the disappointment and frustration out there um, for, for, I think, a lot of Padres fans. This was a guy that the Padres gave up a lot for. You thought you would have three shots at it, right, at least three playoff runs. Hopefully, if you could get there with him and the, the idea, less than a year and a half, later for making that trade that um that that they're potentially dealing him look i I do think it's a tough toe to swallow and i i sympathize with that i understand that um as and and also look offensively your offense is better with juan soto in it and this guy is is maybe on a hall of fame path so the idea of trading him it it, i think uh, look on the surface it it hurts a little bit i'm sure um first on you know and and, i shouldn't shouldn't say first secondly on the on the the package itself um look michael king is very talented has put up really good numbers both in relief and in a starting role he was very good for the yankees down the stretch obviously somebody that has a ton of talent drew thorpe was great at high a double a last year obviously highly regarded pitching prospect has a ton of talent randy vasquez johnny burrito Um, made their debuts last year they could be depth options they could be guys that are in your rotation towards the back end look it it, it, it's a deal that does give them young controllable talented pitching um I, i would say the one thing that concerns me about it is that they don't you know none of those guys have experience being starters for a full season in the major leagues but Look, the Padres, obviously, as we know, lack that controllable starting pitching and and right now starting pitching options in general beyond, you know, the Pedro Avila's and Matt Waldron's of the world. So, you know, it's not a surprise that that is the centerpiece of, of you know, what they they potentially are looking for. You know, Kyle Higashioka is solid. He's certainly somebody that could be paired with Luis Camposano. You know, unfortunately, I don't know that it was ever on the table that there was going to be somebody, a, an enormously big prospect like a Jason Dominguez or a Spencer Jones. It just doesn't appear like that was reality. Um, and this may be the best the Padres can do in in, in this scenario. And and there's definite potential in yeah. this group, and it does certainly fill uh, fill a need. So, you know, I was just talking with MLB Network's uh, Greg Amsinger, and, and I'll paraphrase what he said to me, but he said, look, you know, um, Juan Soto can be a, a tremendous player and he could be a great fit for the New York Yankees, but it's also true that, you know, the Padres could be better in 2024, even without Juan Soto. Right. And, and that's kind of what I was saying earlier. I think I'm Ben and woods and, you know, what was look at, I, I, you know, it, it's a, it's a tough pill to swallow. I get it, but there is a path I think, this being a more well rounded roster between the trade package you get, between the freed up money, and that it, it works out, you know, just focusing on twenty twenty four. Nothing with extensions, nothing beyond that. Um so that's I know that's a long answer to it all, but I, I think there's there's a lot of different elements to consider in, in this whole scenario with Soto.
2: Yeah no there's no question this is a type of trade that requires a long answer like that when explaining it and i th- i think you did a really good job on that i think um when we were talking about soto obviously folks are, are, are you know are enamored with what he can do but when you look at this roster let's not forget this is still a roster with fernando tatis jr Ha-Sung kim manny machado uh-huh. Uh, Xander Bogarts. It seems like a, a an up and coming Luis Camposano, and so they have they have some talented pieces minus Juan Soto. Right, this may help them now kind of leverage them to a spot where now they can attack uh, a few a different issues on this roster, particularly starting pitching. And um, you got some young guys that, as you said, could give you depth. But I would assume a move like this. Means that AJ Perler is probably not going to be anywhere close to being done as he addresses more needs on this off on on this uh, on this in this on this roster. Excuse me.
7: Yeah, I mean, no doubt about it. I mean, he, he can't be right. I mean, he cannot stand still if, once this deal gets completed. Because and and if Grisham is a part of the deal, so between the arbitration for Soto and and for Grisham could end up being in the high thirties. You know, a little bit less than forty million dollars somewhere in that. 30 something million dollar range i mean you know look like we talked about i think yesterday that doesn't mean i think the padres are going to go out and find a starting pitcher that's going to make 20 plus million dollars a year but it does free you up to go and try to find some some quality starting pitching that will be cheaper like the walkers and lugos of the world from last year um yeah no I, i think i think You know, for as much as we talk about the trade package, this is also very focused on 2024 and just freeing up the money and understanding that Soto is going to be a free agent at the end of the year. And and Tony, you mentioned the offense. Look, again, I'm not trying to, to, to sit here and sugarcoat it. Juan Soto's an incredible talent. You are a better offensive team with him in your lineup. We all understand that. But... In no way, shape, or form do I think this can't be a, a really good offensive team in 2024 with, with Tatis and Manny and Bogarts and Kim, um, you know, and, and maybe added value from Luis Camposano and, and whoever else can step forward. Um, offensively, I, I, I really think there's a world in which they're okay yeah. for 2024. And, you know, I know, I, again, I know it hurts to lose Soto, but it, it there is a path to it working out better than it did in 2023, even though Juan Soto may not be a part of it.
3: Sammy Levitt is our guy in Nashville Padres on the verge of trading Juan Soto to the Yankees. Uh, All right. So they're going to get a lot of pitching back in this trade, and that's going to certainly fortify that. What do you think they're going to do with now vacancy in center and left field, Sam?
7: Yeah, it's a great question. Um, Look, I, I think the option to move Fernando to center is not out of the question. You know, that's the sense I got as, as you know, AJ. And, uh, you know, I think Mike Schultz addressed it the other day as well. And, and they didn't you know, say anything along the lines of that's going to happen. But, look, I, I think, you know, I said this to one of, the sh- one of the shows throughout these meetings. You know, the sense I got when those questions were asked were that, look, Fernando is excellent in right field. He certainly found a home there. And he certainly can play there. But I think we all acknowledge that if you put him in center and you let him work out there and get a full spring training, he probably will excel out there too based on the player and the athlete that he is. So I think that is going to be, uh, you know, one option. Look, I think Lee, the outfielder from Korea, John Heyman linked the Padres to, to uh, Lee earlier today. You know, it definitely seems like there's interest. And, in, you know, seemingly every time there is, um, you know, uh, um, an international signee, uh, somebody that's coming to the major league. The Padres very often have, have made a run at it. So I don't think that's totally out of the question, you know. And again, the freed up money, uh, potentially other trades, you know, yeah, you may be looking for, uh, well, really, I mean, if Juan Soto's gone, you're going to have to fill some outfield spots. I mean, look, look, that is a part of this, this trade as well, which, you know, if it does go through, there are going to be question marks, not just you know, what they get back pitching-wise. But, hey, all of a sudden, you, you just traded your starting left fielder and your starting center fielder. Uh, so, uh, again, there's a lot of work to be done, and I, I do not think the creativity uh, part of it from A.J. Preller can end with this Juan Soto trade. He's, he's still got, after this Soto deal, a lot to figure out, both pitching and beyond with potentially now two outfield spots to fill, however he's going to fill them. But, you know, I, I certainly don't put it out of, you know the realm of possibility that Fernando could could shift the center, but you're still looking for for two starting outfielders at that point.
2: Yeah, no, no doubt about it. Um, we'll see how that kind of all unfolds, uh, Sam. We appreciate you coming on. Uh, get some rest, man. Hopefully, uh, don't <laughs> don't go to sleep too early because you might have to wait a little bit for this deal to finally go through. But we'll check in again with you later.
4: Yeah,
7: it's all good. I know some people have have perhaps had to uh, shift around their flights and things like that. I I wasn't heading out till Saturday anyway. <laughs> Smart uh, man. I, I did. I am. I am. I am switching where I'm staying today, so I did have to pack up the room, and I've got my suitcase and everything in the uh, no in the more media workroom. Uh, no room, more Opryland for you, Sam. I, no, no I more Opryland. At least I may stop in here tomorrow, but no more Oprylands uh, for me as far as uh, lodging. So. We'll see. I'm, I'm around. I am here, and whenever whenever news breaks, I'll be here. And if AJ Preller speaks or whatever happens, I I will be here. So I'm not going
2: anywhere. Just make sure that you have scouted out where you can get a midnight snack at. No, at I, I
7: yeah, I, I figured it out. So so I found <laughs> a uh, I found a little convenience store place. There you hear that? It's open till eleven p.m. I mean, oh. I, I went in and that kind of convenience wow. store Stop yeah. the <laughs> That is 11 ridiculous.
3: Eleven p.m. I'm what not, what, what is yeah. it called? Seven <laughs> <laughs> twenty-three. What, 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 what kind of convenience store closes at eleven p.m.?
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll, I let like you, that. we'll let you roll, Sam. Thanks for thanks for coming on. Thanks, Sam.
7: All right, I'll talk to you guys later.
2: Sam Levitt uh, reporting from uh, Nashville. Uh, now, listen, Andy Martino has tweeted out this five minutes ago
3: what's he got now
2: still the latest there is a bit of a hold up in the medical review stage oh no uh. Padres side oh Yankees waiting to hear all right according they're... to Annie Andy Martina
1: <laughs> I love are they just
2: sitting there listening they're, Waiting. They're, their to phones hear are right happening. there they're like staring at their phone like come on AJ come on let me see his name pop up That hasn't popped up yet. It's like,
1: Mom, stop texting
2: me! And, you know, just as I say that, uh, Beach Report says the same thing. Uh, There's a holdup with the medical review. Um, We'll see how it all unfolds. You know, these medical reviews... Carlos Correa I am about to say, we could all thank Carlos... uh, I don't know if we should thank Carlos. We should thank the Giants first, and then the Mets after for their... did Carlos Correa ever end up getting hurt, though, last year? No, he did not. No. He did not. He didn't
1: have a great year, did he? He, he wasn't dead, fantastic, dead, dead, but he never got hurt. Never got hurt. Yeah. yeah. So, his ankle which, wasn't a issue. His ankle issue. was not the issue. No.
2: Uh, so, I don't know. Well, I, my guess, I was telling Scravia and, and, and Christus during the break, like, rest assured, after last year's Correa thing, teams are probably looking a lot closer at medicals yeah. just to make sure. Absolutely. Just to make sure. So. Absolutely.
3: I looked up this uh, Jung-Hoo Lee, by the way, the Korean center fielder that everybody's talking about, and uh, linking to the Padres. If you're wondering, here are some of his statistics from the uh, Korean baseball organization. He's 24 years old, first of all. Uh, so a young guy hit, Bull. Th- hit 349 last year, 23 home runs, and uh, good contact, Tony, only 32 strikeouts, In a 144 game season, I like it. Uh, He is a career 342 hitter, and he has more walks than strikeouts in six full Korean league seasons. Played
1: six years. You got to throw those out though, because we don't care about walks in San Diego.
2: (laughs) I will say he's a left-handed hitter. I I will say this: uh, you have to have some pause, right? It took Ha Sung what? Two years, years to catch
3: up to a fastball.
2: To, to to finally start to reach his potential, right? Is is this young outfielder going to be in the same boat? We'll see. Right. If, if and that's even if that's if, if he's the guy. That's if that's right. That's Just if. Just wanted the guy. to give everybody a little background in case. All right, let's get to break. Scrappy, where are we going? I
1: think it's time to do some crisp versus the fans. Let the news percolate a little bit. Hey,
2: Scra- Scraby wants to let things
1: percolate. Is that the wrong, is that the wrong <laughs> no, word? No, it works. Let. It works. It's, it's wrong. I think you usually use that when it's like involved in the bathroom, right? Uh, what? Uh, well, let's go to break. Okay. Please.
0: <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what?